I'm always love giving back to, especially the young men that fell up our generation. We definitely need that, that you know, that push, some focus, some help sometimes, you know. So any questions? That was kind of the consolidated so, summary. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what motivated you to do get in the field that you're in mm-hmm. today. Because like, um, pretty much you're you're like a PR person, kind of. You can like, say that. You can say it's a mixture of PR, sales, mm-hmm. consulting. Uh, you can say it's a bit, a bit of all of that. Mm-hmm. So I'm basically my own, like, my boss, he lives all the way in Arizona. Like, it's all on me. Like, I man, I have to manage my business. Yeah. You know, like, he's in the Bay right now. He just came down for a couple of days. But he's going back back to Arizona. And I only hear from him, like, every other week. Yeah. You know, because the numbers, when the numbers come in, it's like, all right, cool. You're doing good or you're doing bad. If you're doing bad, you'll be able to explain why you're doing bad. So no, no matter what you're doing, and I don't, I'm sorry, I don't want I don't, I don't, I to make sure I ask you a question, is that... You always have to be able to measure your goals and be able to express if maybe something's off track, how to get back on track to wherever your boss is. That's something I had to learn really quick. So you're asking me what motivated me mm-hmm. to do? Yeah. So that's a great question. So when I was in high school slash maybe freshman year, mm-hmm. I took this thing called a map assessment, and it tells you what you're good at. Mm-hmm. So it kind of lays out like, you know, you're an extrovert. You are good at creativity, yada, yada. But then it also lists for you careers that would be a good fit for you. So from 1 to 10, it lists some things for me. So I had like a clergyman for me, a lawyer. I think a sales manager was on there. That was like number six. Um, Actually, lawyer was actually like number one or two for me. And then I had like HR on there as well. So as long as you chose any of those, like 10, you could have pretty moderate success depending on what level of of that ranking was like one would be like a 78%. So that would be like the thing that you probably do best compared to like your number nine mm-hmm. role that they would have on there. So for me, I think they had training, like a trainer, like sales, sales manager was like number seven. And, but then lawyer was like number one or two. Mm-hmm. But then the number one for me was um, number three, actually at that point in time was like consultant and like a little HR there. So you play with it depending on what your goals are. So I know for me, like, do I want to be a lawyer? I thought about that, man. I watched Lincoln Lawyer. Have you guys ever seen that movie? I don't know if you guys have. you guys seen that movie, Lincoln Lawyer? Well, there's some lawyer movies anyways. You pretty much, I had to think about some things where I was like, dude, do I want somebody coming after me because I put them away after seven years? Like, I think about stuff like that, man. It's like, man, this guy come back and kill my family. Like, I would think about stuff like, yeah, I messed up. So, like, if you could defend somebody, you know, legitimately did something super Exactly. I would think about stuff. I was like, man, that's... And every time you hear about somebody being crooked, it's always a lawyer. I'm like, oh, just, just had a bad <laughs> taste in my mouth. Taste. So, yeah. So, anyways, I picked I picked a job that was in between um, sales sales consultant was like number five. So um, I picked that because it, it gave me the leverage of having a high salary and flexibility of working at home, which was my goal because I knew that I wanted to have multiple businesses. <laughs> in order for me to do that, you kind of have to escape That's from the enough. office. Per se. So there's a book. Have I talked to you about this before I work with Timothy Harris? No, I've heard of it, though. All right. Yeah. So you're talking about doing kinesiology online, like fitness yeah, like classes. Yeah, uh, like online coaching. Right, <laughs> online coaching. So that's something that you can do on the side. So if you want to maximize that, you couldn't be, if you're in the office, you can't be like, oh, I just want to check how my side business is doing and go on while you're on 
You know, you can't do that. But I'm at home. Like, I manage a clothing line right now, right? Mm-hmm. They're selling in the band. I was talking to a lawyer for like an hour. This guy actually charges $1,000 because he's a trial lawyer for Google. He charges $1,000. He did it for me for free because he was helping. I'm, I'm with this organization called Sky's the Limit and actually help businesses get off the ground. So I, I just said that because I blew my mind. This guy makes $1,000 an hour as a trial lawyer, dude. I'm mm. like, what? 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 That's like two weeks of Google. Yeah, that's the bananas. So, but you couldn't do that if you were working inside of a cubicle because your boss would be behind you. Hey, what you doing? You know? Oh, I'm working on my side of business. Fired. You know, so you can't, you can't, you can't do stuff. So, 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 anyways, let me let me make sure I'm teaching you guys the right things. You guys have to be a good employee first. But I found that out through taking that map assessment. And then my whole end goal is to get out of corporate America eventually. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I had student loans I got to pay off. So I got to make sure. And I got a wife and eventually my kids. So I don't want to put some money away. Saving six months of income. Stuff like that mm-hmm. before I start to exit and do this stuff. Uh, so I have a question. I've never worked in corporate America. I've yeah. been around corporate America. I know people who do work in corporate America. Yeah. So um, you said there was times where like you're not doing so well, and there's times where you're doing really good. About how long would it take? Like, if, let's say you were doing bad for like months on end. Like, would right. you get like how long would that process be where your boss is like, like get out of here? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's a great question. So uh, let's see. So sales, let's, let's, I think medical device sales is probably more appropriate for that question because what I do now, well, both of them. So let me start with medical device. So medical device sales, it would be about, because everything is broken out by quarters. Mm-hmm. So quarters is every three months, right? So they give you a sales quota. Let's say I did poorly first quarter. They'd be like, all right, Alan, what plans do you have to change this around? Well, I got X, Y, and Z. All right, cool. You know, you let it pass. Quarter two, or you're down again. All right, we really have to buckle down. And then you know, what plans do you have in place? Why didn't this work? And you have to explain it. Mm-hmm. So that's that's quarter three. So that's six months in, right? Mm-hmm. Then quarter three, they're going to be like, all right, we got to write you up because you're not meeting your goals. So that's that's just a estimate. Some 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 businesses are more cutthroat. Mm-hmm. Like I have a friend, he works in um, Florida now, in which he's a sales rep, but he does like pharmaceuticals for hospitals. And it's more cutthroat over there because... Um, they get from like a 30, 60, 90. So that's only three months. Mm-hmm. So that means if you aren't performing after like 90 days, they can cut you and not even really give you an explanation. So that's, so it can be cut though, depending, it all depends on what company you're with too. So is there like a, um, I'll say this, is there like a direct correlation between how cut though the company is and the pay that a person will receive working? In, you know what, that's a great question. I, I believe there is, in my opinion. Um, I'll give you an example. So for me, I make about six figures, but I manage a whole $14 million P&L. When I was working at medical device sales, I was making about $52,000 base, maybe $20,000 bonus, but it, it all depends on what type of position it is because I had to work with a lot of other people to get inside of different doctors' offices. So let's say... Adrian here, he's a doc, he's, he's a field sales, field sales rep, and I want to go talk to his doctor. I have to sell Adrian um, before I could even talk to the doctor. You know, so it's like a multiple step process. So just to be more specific with the question, um, I know people who work at 
this is there's this organization that's called a striker. And the same position I was working at Henry Schein, making about $52,000 base and $20,000 salary, they would get paid like $100,000 base mm. and they'll make more bonus. But you have to work, you have to have a beeper and work on the weekends. You have to be up anytime the doctor needed you. You have to be able to work in surgery with the doctor, mm. hands on, showing them how to cut, whatever, whatever inside that surgery room all times of the night so they can call you at two o'clock in the morning and say i need you and you have to get up and go so i mean there's 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 little different things that kind of drive besides the cutthroatness mm-hmm. of certain jobs so you just uh, there's all, always different things to consider whenever that yeah, something i learned about like business in general is that typically it works like this like the ceos at the top they get all these benefits they get all these uh things that come with it but at the same time, they have all these responsibilities. If things go down the toilet, all blames on them. They're the figurehead. That's true. And like all the employees under that, they might get fired. But the whole backlash of like the company not working out is going back to the people at the top, essentially. And uh, yeah, and like I've been really thinking that about that from a business perspective because uh, I'm actually me and my friends were trying to start up a record label. Okay. And like we would be like the CEOs once it gets off the ground and stuff like that. And just like figuring out how to manage that, and like really, um, how what, what advice would you give for like a startup company? Like, like, is there lawyers involved? Is there uh, people we need to talk to to get our name approved? All that type of stuff. Yeah. Do you, would you know that type of information? Yeah. So um, I'll tell you what I know, and then I know another company that actually they actually specialize in that. So they they come alongside people who have startups and they actually offer free advice and give you a, a consultant to help you mentor with your business. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you really quick what I know. So from my perspective, it depends on what you're doing. Like mm-hmm. a person who is starting an art painting company is gonna be different than what you're doing, right? Mm-hmm. So for your specific record label company, I would ask first like, okay, what are your products? You know, What have you done so far mm-hmm. that's maybe proprietary? hate that word proprietary you know the thing that well, well yeah yeah exactly that word i hate that word so yeah <laughs> so whatever that you have that special that you produce that you know you think has done well what can you put your name on be like, all right cool this is what i produce to kind of have a small portfolio mm-hmm. and then what i would do right now if i was you i would go get an llc mm-hmm. um, yeah, like, we're actually in the process of doing that nice uh, yeah. all right we're trying to get our name legalized and stuff like that finalized so no other company can take our name yes that type of thing cool uh, but I actually, I actually, the thing about that is like I know what we need to do. But like once we get that, is it like okay, nobody else can like mess with that, or is it do we have to keep following up with that type of stuff? I believe there's a renewal fee, if I'm not mistaken, every year. I think it's like fifty bucks after you pay the first two hundred bucks, and it depends. Like the 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 city business license is going to be different than the nation business license because the nation business license I think is like 600 bucks and um, they all have different and I'm not well versed enough to give you that that um to get to, to get into that deep of detail for mm-hmm. you but I can definitely point you in the right direction so um so it's definitely different things to process mm-hmm. but I would say if you, if you have a portfolio you know make sure you keep track of everything start keeping track of your receipts because all those things could be write-offs mm-hmm. in the future like i'm going through that right now my clothing line where i'm able to ride off an airplane ticket to go to florida mm-hmm. i'm going to go for a wedding but i'm gonna bring some t-shirts along with me and be like hey all right i'm gonna sell some stuff so you can actually do that and write it off 
because you have business involved with it. So just being strategic in how you do things. So um, <laughs> there's definitely some things we can talk about that I can definitely take offline. Yeah. I can give you a sheet and I can point you to the website. It's called, actually, you guys, if you guys listen, it's called skiesthelimit.org. And um, they give you mentors. You, you have to fill out a profile and create your own profile. And they'll find a mentor for you to go along the path. And eventually, they'll, they'll lead you into a place in which they'll help you draft a business plan. Um, they'll give you a mentor to also provide funds, not for free, <laughs> but they will provide funds because they're partnered with different banks and different lawyers. Like the, the lawyer I talked to today, he did it to me for free, but if I just ran to him on the street, that would have been like $1,000, 500 bucks. So they have resources that can help you out. So another question I wanted to ask too, is yeah. like for a startup, the thing is right now is we don't have much money, but yeah. we're trying to create a, like a base where we can have employees, like producers, artists, like like everybody on the payroll. Because we have, we have like a group where we have producers, we have artists, people who, who know promotion, have promotion techniques, uh, and just pretty much somebody that does everything. But we have no way to like mobilize them and pay them. But so what would you recommend in that? Uh, so you have, what I'm hearing you say is that you have partners in line who are we helping. We skill set, but we have no way to like actually, like really mobilize it uh, once we get like our LLC and like all that. Let's like see. So, if you have partners that you're working with um, right now, have you done any like open mic nights or stuff like that? Yeah, we we've done a few shows. Okay. Uh, we've uh, been gathering a pretty strong social media presence, uh, meeting partners through social media, uh, that type of thing, and just making sure we're getting our name out there, whatever way we can. So we've actually. We've actually been doing a lot of like just outreach and stuff like that, trying to get in shows. I was actually supposed to do a show, a pretty big show the other week, but I had to I had to work for IYT, so okay. I, I couldn't do it. So just that type of stuff slowly going. They were now they killing this guy's dream. Hey, no, that's not me. <laughs> <laughs> so I like I like that. So you you got shows. So it looks like you got something going, which mm-hmm. is huge. I think that's the first step. Is always to start. Mm-hmm. And you obviously have taken some progress. So what you can do is actually you have the follow you have the you have the following already. Mm-hmm. What I would do if I was in your shoes, I would start telling venues, you know, I would start showing them like, hey, there's so many Facebook followers we have. Mm-hmm. I would have whoever's helping you with marketing. Do you have somebody helping you with marketing? Yeah, so um, his name is Jose. He okay. Kind of helps us with like our show, getting our show like so I, some of you the guys in here know who uh, this dude in my group named Elias, he helped him get his first show. Okay. Uh, he helps us like pretty much get our shows. He knows all the like promoters and say okay. that type of thing. So, so there you go. I mean, you got starts. If you're already getting paid, you can put that money away. You can start once you get your LLC up. Mm-hmm. You can open up a business account with Chase, mm-hmm. and you can open up a credit line with Chase as well. Mm-hmm. Depends on your credit score. So if you don't have any credit right now, which I'm, I'm just assuming you don't. I, I do. You do. All right, cool. So you good. So you good. So if you have good credit, mm-hmm. I don't know where's that. You can open up a line with them. They'll check it, and they'll probably give you like five grand or nine grand. So would that that card would be just on my credit, or would it be like on the like company LLC? So they're gonna have to put it in somebody's name. So it's gonna have to be. If it's not you, it's gonna have to be your partner. It's gonna have to be somebody. They have to tie it to somebody. Because that credit card doesn't get paid, they have to find somebody (laughs) to get that money back from. So yeah, they need the money. So. It can have you can have your company on there, but it's going to be yeah. tied to somebody who's going to be have to be responsible yeah. for that. 
So, same thing with the bank account. Somebody's going to be responsible for that. You guys, like me and my wife, we open up an account. It's both of our names where she can get money from it or I can get money from it. But ultimately, I think it's in my name in which the credit pulled from mm-hmm. to open up in the first place. So, just something to think about. So, yeah, I mean, some of the guests have good stuff going on, man. Mm-hmm. Happy for you, bro. Appreciate the information. Yeah, definitely. Other questions, guys? What's up, man? Apologize, okay, my name is Anthony, sir. Yeah. And your name was? I'm Alan. Alan. Yes, sir. How you doing, sir? Um, so just by going like what Sam was saying, like, how do you go about? Because it sounds like Sam is trying to. The fact of the matter is like he's found like these individuals of creating equity, basically. So like basically, this is almost kind of like this invisible currency, and so like if you're trying to, you know, start up a business like. What are like some of the steps? Because Sam already does some of the steps, but like just like starting from the beginning, from like somebody that doesn't know even how to like promote like what they want to sell. Like, how do you create equity with people so they'll they'll invest their time instead of like them asking why I need to be on a payroll before I can even you know start working with you. So that's a great question. So I I think everything starts with like a solid vision Mm -hmm. and plan. So um, say for example. I'm a poet and I just came out and I, I write good poetry. So I'm like, all right, I want us to be huge. I want to I want to have a poetry group. I want to start touring the country. So first, I would start with my craft. I'd be like, all right, let me have some pieces. So that if I was to show this to somebody, they'd be like, all right, this is dope. I'm with you. You know what I'm saying? So you got to have some type of something that's something that you're good at that somebody can co-sign and be like, I believe that he's good because I've seen his work. And that, and that only you can know that. So if somebody, if you paint, you, you know, you'd be like, this painting's raw. I know this is dope. You know, somebody, people think this is dope too, so I know I can get somebody, people, I can get clout around this. Yeah. And then um, I would start off with that, kind of getting your craft, kind of getting that nailed down to where people, you can see, she can show somebody the vision and explain yeah. it to them in like two minutes or less. Um, and then start branching out, start posting it on Facebook, start social media. Right now I'm in the process because I don't have enough time of hiring a social media guy to um, just do my Instagram and Facebook page mm-hmm. for me, uh-huh. and that I and I start you just start talking to everybody you know who can help you, mm-hmm. and um, something I was talking to Renato about. I would go on LinkedIn too and oh, find yeah. people who've done what you're trying to do, yeah. and be like, hey, I noticed that you do X, Y, and Z. Like for example, when I was trying to get into craft foods, mm-hmm. and I was trying to be a brand manager, I'll go on and look at the brand. I'll look at brand managers' craft foods, mm-hmm. and I looked them up and like, hey. I'm interested in working for Kraft as a brand manager. What are some pointers that you would have for me? And I would email like like six people, and then three people or two people would get back to me. Yeah, you know. So yeah. that's that's but that's two people that you didn't have before. Right. You know. So that's just kind of gathering all of that, and then um, starting. So one would be starting with your craft. What do you have that people could find value in? And you know, don't don't BS yourself like yeah. ask your friends hey what do you think I'm good at does this look good is this, is this something you would buy yeah. be honest be real and then number two I would start with marketing that and showing people like hey this is my work so I'm working on what are your thoughts you know what, what are you really what are you feeling and then three I would start going out there reaching out for people who maybe have the business going and mm-hmm. be like hey are there, what are some pointers you have for somebody who's coming up mm-hmm. and you know if you email ten people I, I guarantee you two people or three people will at least respond back to you Okay. Is that cool? Yeah, no, that's no, that's good. No, that's yeah. perfect. Because it's mainly here, I feel like your foundation is giving us, it's like, you have to get, like, the portfolio going. Exactly, right. And so you have to present, you know, 
okay, well, I have this dream of like, I'm gonna just use Sam for an example. I don't really want to start my, you know, my music producing business. And so, but they're like, okay, what you got for me? And they're just like, well, I got the vision. Exactly. You know, <laughs> but you just gotta believe Probably. me, right? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but you know, Sam has songs out. He has songs exactly. on Spotify. Like he's got like all these other things. So that's what you mean, like. He already yeah. has a portfolio. That's portfolio. what you need to get yeah. right. to him, and then spread. Then out. you can start branching. Okay, yeah. so have that foundation. Yeah, where it's you funny because he says that, and that's exactly how our group came about. Mm -hmm. There's a couple of dudes from like the Valley High South Stack area who who knew about music. One a producer, another one like a kind of like a promoter, manager, and the rest artists of various sorts, where this instrument, singing, rapping, that type of thing. And we just basically were like, we see each other's work, so we need to work together. And that that's, that was kind of like our version of the mm -hmm. portfolio because yeah. we we use social social media and everybody sees what we do so so it's like once you get that that name out there of what you do then it's just bringing the people together and then that mobilization. Yeah. Uh, so another question I have, have, have to ask though is like, will you initially have to just use your own money to get things? Um, no, not necessarily. I mean, there's there's different websites like Kickstarter, mm -hmm. GoFundMe. Um, there's this one more, I can't remember the name, but if I feel like if you have a strong enough portfolio, you can be like, we're trying to take things to the next level. For people who invest in us, this is what we can show you for the future. This is how you get your money back with a return on investment. Because if people who fund you, people, anybody who's going to invest in you, I know you say you got the health line business, but if you're going to say like, hey, I want to expand, I want to take this across the nation, whatever, whatever, they're going to be like, how do I get my money back? You know, I love, I love your vision, I love your goal, but how do I get my money back? Mm -hmm. So they're gonna want, they want, they're, that's a question everybody's gonna ask. How do I get my money back? I like your vision, I like your goals. How do I plan my goals? So you can be like, well, you know, on average we do two shows a month. Mm -hmm. At each show we charge ten dollars a ticket. We have an average of maybe a hundred people come out. So in like another t maybe two years you get your money back with a rate of return of maybe five percent. You know, right. and you can kind of break it down from like, all right, cool, all right, it's a steady investment. He has a proven track record. That's why I like what you said about your shows. Mm -hmm. I got shows going on. We have Facebook followers. All of that is your sales story when you present that to a potential investor. You know, when you start talking about your health thing, like you know, I already started doing videos on YouTube. We've already got a hundred thousand people watching my YouTube video. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's what's up. You know, and they'll say more professional right. than what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> you know? like, oh, all right, that yeah. sounds good. You know, and. Then, and then they'll be willing to listen to you and see what you got to offer and, and then take that next step with you. But you definitely have to have a proven result before somebody will take that. Mm -hmm. Or maybe you can just find, hit up family members. <laughs> hey, I mean, that's, hey, that's a possibility. Like, I sold like $500 worth of merchandise when I first started my t-shirt line. But it was like family members, friends, and then I started branching from there. Yeah. The family would be the main one. Yeah. That's, what the music <laughs> That's true. They'd be like, what you, what you doing? Go to school. Oh, man. There you go. Oh, no. Yeah. You guys been quiet over here. You guys have any questions? I'm not good with really asking questions because oh, I never cool. really know what to think. Plus, I'm not at the, like, they already have their mindset of their visions and goals and they've already started. So I, I'm still trying to, like, process on what I'm supposed to start. Oh, that's cool, man. Uh, if, if for everybody, man, that's what I would recommend that's helped me the most and a lot of my mentors tell me, you write it down and try to put a timeline on it yeah. and then see what are the, you know, three steps or two steps every day that you can take to try and make that a reality. So maybe, you know, you're in college now, so it might be a little bit limited. Maybe you can't, you know, go hit up a million, you know, three investors every day. 
what about today will be like, let me just do some research on three people who have already done what I've done. Or today, let me just, you know, see what the average salary for being a computer science person is. Do I really want to go that route, you know? There's a website, it's called glassdoor.com. Have you guys ever heard yeah. about that? All right, cool. So that's used to, used to be, I used to watch that religiously, man. Yeah. I was like, man, how does, what does position pay get paid? Right, right. What is the interview process like? So if I want to get this job, what do I have to go through? And, to, and do I really want to work there? You start looking at some of these company stars, be like, two stars? Yeah. Which is craft my company? Right, right. <laughs> but I work from home, so I'm like, hey, nobody, yeah. nobody bothers me, so... And then you got companies like Google and Facebook that have like five stars. So, all right, cool. You know, I might want to work there. So there's different things to think about on your journey. Now that you mention it, what what are what are some things to look at when you look at it, you know, a certain job or a certain company, like what attracted you to craft? I mean, I know one was because you want to be mobile. Yeah. But you can maybe talk about that. Yeah, bit. so the biggest thing for me was I, I definitely I'll be honest, I wanted to get paid. I wanted money, I wanted a high salary, I wanted a company car, because I was like, I strategically started thinking about my bills, and I was like, you know what, I'm paying gas, I'm paying, and I know friends, I had a big network, who had company cars and had credit cards, well, I want that too. So primarily what attracted me to craft was the salary and the fact that I get to work from home. So basically the flexibility that if I wanted to be there for my kids, because I know family's a big thing for me, I was like, if I want to you know, spend time with my kids, maybe take them out for ice cream, I could do that. I don't have to worry about a manager breathing down my neck regarding anything. You know, I just I do what I want. You know, but I make sure I achieve my goals. Like I don't want to get twisted. Like I have to make sure I hit my goals. I could be gone. You know, six months. But um, the biggest thing is freedom and flexibility, which is basically freedom and, and pay. So those are the biggest things for me. But I definitely did my research and you know called up people. Hey, you think about this? I email people on LinkedIn. I'm looking at this role as a category manager. You know, do you have any pointers? People will email me back, and it would, and that made me feel good. Like, hey, you know, I took this, and they actually take the time, you know. So, and they email back a long page too. Like, hey, you gotta do this, this, and this, and this. People out there willing to help, you know. Mm-hmm. Just gotta find those people. Could you share the what you told me when we were hanging out the other day about uh, about your boss, about the, the the goals that they had, and you're like. I don't know if we could do this. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. So, every organization. Dude, so, um, man, I, I let Renato have it last Friday at lunch. I was like, man, this, car, this job is tripping. So, 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 right now, so last year, I brought in for the company, like, like $10 million, right? So, um, I look every, every year when you're in sales, you do this thing called forecasting in which you tell the company headquarters, which is in Chicago, say, hey, this year I'm going to bring in, like, business is going to be down 5%. You know, it's, it's going to be up 2%. So I told my company, it's like, hey, according to what I see happening in the market, business is going to be down 5%. So we're going to lose about maybe $500,000. So everything, I didn't hear anything back. I submitted a spreadsheet. Everything was cool. My boss comes back. He's like, Alan, this is your goal. And I look at my goal. And it was like 5% higher, which it was like 13 million. I was like, what? I brought in 10 million last year. I told you guys we're going to be down this year. You guys gave me 13 million. So I didn't tell my boss what, but I just let him know. I was like, hey, I'll be honest. Um, I'll be frank. That's a pretty big goal. Now, I didn't forecast for that, but let me, let me do some things to see how I can close the gap. So, I, you know, I worked on some spreadsheets and showed them like, hey, this is what I can offer to try and close this gap. And I'm going to need the company's help if they want 
me to achieve this goal, so on. But dude, I was not happy. Yeah. You know, because they, it's like they didn't even look at my sheet. So uh, yeah, so that's what I'm working through now. Did I tell you? Did I tell the whole story? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So I mean, even though it's hard, I mean, you you think about it, you got to think about okay, how do you eat an elephant? A little, right, little you got one piece at a time. So you got to look at my whole port, a whole territory. Be like, all right, here's a here's fifty thousand here. Here's a hundred thousand here. Here's you know one hundred fifty thousand here. And start putting it together, and then you know I close the gap by uh, six hundred thousand. Wow. Now I got to make up you know the rest. But the thing is, it seems impossible at first. And they start putting it down. Okay, how do I do this? Yeah. Spelling it out, you know. Right now, you got the you know got the promos going. Got to think. All right, this next step's going to be this X, Y, and Z. Uh -huh. You know, that's what you got to start thinking about. And then for you, you know, you got the classes you're thinking about. You're not even, you're not even having the business thing going, but you're like, all right, maybe start with YouTube videos. You know. You got people on there where YouTube is right now. You computer science too, right? What do you What did you want to do? Uh, well, I want to gain some experience with working at like a company and then and then possibly start my own. You guys are so fortunate. You want to know why? Mm -hmm. Because you guys live right next door to the Bay Area. Oh yeah, that's huge. Yeah, we actually we're actually gonna go go to Google in two weeks. That's huge. I want to go to Google too. And then, <laughs> you might and then April will be going to SF to visit some startups. Wow, that's yeah, huge. So, that is yeah. the biggest blessing I we didn't have in Florida, and it's it's huge because you got so many companies in there, and dude, people always will recruit from people they know. So if you had an internship, like that's like eighty percent I think get hired from internships. So that's the big opening right there for you guys to be right next to the Bay Area. So. Computer science, I mean, that's good. Intel's in your back door. I believe Intel's in where? Is that, is that Folsom or? Mm -hmm. Folsom. Yeah, Folsom. Yeah. Intel's yeah. in Folsom. Yeah, yeah we that's... actually have a, a Folsom. Uh, so we had a rep from Intel come a couple weeks ago. He's going to come back next Thursday to do a workshop. Nice. So, so I'll be in that guy's back pocket. Hey, what's your email? Let me add you on LinkedIn. Hey, I just want to check in. Man, I really appreciate you coming out to Sac State. Can we do coffee sometime? You got to start those relationships now. You know, that's what I would do. Be <laughs> uh, so, so I got a question. So, what is the majority? Because I know, like, some people, like, what is the majority of your job? Is it like, okay, you're planning out like commercials on which people can like buy your product? Uh, are you the one out in the community, uh, or you're managing people in the community that are holding up crafts? What's a, what's a typical day to day? Typical day to day for me. So typical day to day for me. <laughs> what did today look like? <laughs> All right, today's probably a bad example, but I use it anyways. So today I woke up literally in my pajamas and I went downstairs to my laptop and I opened it up and I just did admin work all day. So admin work for me is looking at sales numbers, seeing how we're pacing versus what the company wants. So I believe I'm like ninety percent. So I closed this month off at ninety percent versus last year versus what the company want. I look at that and I'd be like, all right, cool. I know my my boss might ask me. So just in case he asks me, why were you down ten percent? He's probably not gonna ask me that. But just in case, I know I look in to see what what the biggest drivers, and I'd be like ready to know how can I fix it in the future. And after that, I follow up with my customers. So my customers will usually email like, hey, Al, I need this contract. We're trying to run an ad for. July 4th, right, in which I give money to Save Mart, Rayleigh's, and Food Max to run ads for me. So every time, like Thanksgiving, you probably run in and you see stovetop, right? 
to buy two for three. Like, I manage Stovetop. I'm the one who, I give them money so that they can run those ads so that they can move a certain amount of units for me, but that they can also make sales as well for me. I mean, for them, right? To keep them afloat. So um, I would look at the contracts, send it back to them. Sometimes it's just petty stuff where my accounting department would be like, hey, we're we trying to pay this bill and Rayleigh's didn't keep their end of the bargain, something like that, and I have to respond back to them. So that's what I did today. I literally did that, took a break, played like Call of Duty for 30 minutes, and then went, back, <laughs> right, went right back on it. So, but, I mean, a really sturdy, efficient work week for me would be like Monday, me planning out, like, my sales goals for the year, seeing where I'm going and see how I'm tracking with sales, doing that, planning for the rest of the year, making sure that all my goals line up and seeing how my hive does historically, similar to what I just told you. And then Tuesday, I would be in an office in Modesto where Safe Mart and Food Max's headquarters are. And I'll be sitting talking to talking to them like, hey, all right, so this is where we're at with the business. Like I did this last week, two weeks ago with Safe Mart. I was talking to them about their um, desserts business. All right, so Safe Mart is down 14%. Lucky's is flat, which is prior year, and Food Max is down 1%. So we have an issue going on at Safe Mart. Here's the issue. Here's why you're down, because your company, the Safe Mart specifically, discontinued a couple of items that are doing well everywhere else, so we need to find out why you discontinued them and bring them back in so that your business can be back up again. So that's the type of conversation I would have with them, right? Because that's all they want to ask. Why is my business down? What's going on? You know? And it could be their fault, but it'd be like, it's your fault. Why is my business down? <laughs> like, come on, like, you're like, yeah, I just got here, so, you know, I just come to them with the numbers and show them how we're going to fix it. And, you know, typically, I love my job, honestly, in that aspect. That It's a partnership. When I was in medical device sales, it was just like what you saw in Pursuit of Happiness. Real cutthroat. Like, if you don't meet your numbers, like, you have to meet your numbers. Right. If I don't meet my numbers, at least I could be like, all right, this is how we're going to make it up. You know, because I deal from a, from a higher standpoint where I'm not dependent on if your wife don't want to make a decision for you. You know, like, well, we're kind of like, I would walk into a dentist's office, for example, and I would talk to the dentist, he'd be like, hey, I really want it, but you know, finances are tight, my wife doesn't like me spending money. And I'd be like, dude, you know, come on, man, you don't have to worry about your wife right now. But these guys, they want to partner with you so you can make money together with them. You know, so it's all about what you were referring to earlier with the, like, the pro, you know, the, what, the pros and cons of which I think we were talking about. You know, if you make more money, mm-hmm. then you're more likely to get cut, something to that effect. So, stuff like that. Does that make sense, guys? No, yeah, so, yeah. No, no, I'm talking a lot. So, so if the products are that are discontinued, that are affecting the, uh, the store, if it's not a craft product, are you still involved in that conversation? Yes, oh. because um, what happens is, since I'm 80% of the category, they look at me as their main consultant, like, all right, so what items, craft or not craft, do we need to take out? Or leave in. So since you, since I'm the majority of the category, and what that means is like you got companies like General Mills, you got PepsiCo, which is the number one CPG company in the world. They're not number one in dinners, which is mac and cheese. So they they'll come to me and ask me, all right, what products might we have to take out? But if PepsiCo was like, if I was maybe seven up, and I was and I was trying to get, and they were looking at redoing. The drink section, they'll be talking to PepsiCo about that. It'll be like, all right, PepsiCo, what do we need to take out, take in? And then they might include me in the conversation. Like, all right, what's your recommendations? And they're probably throwing the trash. You know, so 
yeah. stuff like that. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it just depends about the classes. Craft is the numerous the second CPG company, and I just happen to be working with the biggest categories. Mm-hmm. I get away with a lot more. Probably said that wrong, but I get more preference. You can say. Some Any last questions? No? Not that I could think of. I think you'll stick around for a little bit, yeah, but yeah, um, just for the sake of time. But maybe you can leave off um, just maybe some either some tips or something for because we literally have you know first year students starting college, and then we have seasoned veterans, right? They're going to be pretty soon graduating. Um, yeah. What advice would you give to them, maybe from your own experience, or things that you've now seen? You know that we talked about outside of school, like that's gonna, you know, really important to. to yeah, I, I think um, it's a good question, man. I got so much I want to tell you guys. But if I could boil it down, I would say you you definitely have to have a laser like focus on what you want in life. So now is the perfect time because you're in college. You don't have taxes you have to pay. You don't have any any real quote unquote responsibilities. So I would do all the research I can to figure out what I like, what I don't like. Take those assessment tests that show you what you're good at, what you're not good at. Get to know yourself. Find people like you who are going on that same path to help keep you motivated because it's going to get lonely sometimes mm-hmm. if you're on that path. You know, computer science, I know you guys got those crazy math classes. Yes. You know, so you, right? <laughs> so stuff like that. Um, so know what you want. Number two, write your goals down, make them plain, put a timeline on them, and take action steps every day. Number two, find a mentor, which I believe most of you guys have which is amazing so that's awesome i love that find a mentor three um i would say three the third one i would say is if you've already got a mentor experience so what you got going on with the with the promos and the shows but um if you're like you trying to do computer science become a consultant um not maybe not a consultant but just trying to get into the workforce I would even go as far off as to delay graduation if I haven't done at least two or three internships. Mm-hmm. That's just my personal opinion, you know? That's just my personal opinion. So, um, And so why? I would say that because the competition right now is so steep. Like, it's harder than when me and him were in college. Like, you guys are competing internationally now, even more. You can, you can argue that we, we had that competition, but it wasn't as steep as it is now. So what I would recommend is all about relationships and experience and how you present yourself. So, say for example, what's your name again, brother? Sam. Sam, so if I'm Sam, I'm in an interview, and they ask me, all right, Sam, well, like, what experience do you have to show us that you can work at this, this record company? Well, I'll be like, hey, well, I managed my own, my own company for a little bit. I have partners, we did about three shows. Um, I led them for the past three, four years. Uh, we've accomplished this, we brought in $2,000 a show whatever, and you have a story that you can tell. But if you don't have that experience, you don't have a story. You can't, you can't tell anybody anything. So that's why that's so crucial, especially nowadays, where people, companies now even more, are willing to pay less for people who have experience and don't have a degree in some instances, depending on the company, of course. Cool, can we clap it up for Alan?